This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Eric. Today's game will be pitching the Benchwarmer team of Mason and Josh versus Benchwarmer Matt and newcomer Marcus. Welcome to the bench, Marcus. Why don't you take a minute, let us know where you're from, the teams you root for, anything else that's on your mind today. Uh, Marcus Ellis, I'm from Seattle, well, north of Seattle, Washington. Uh, so I'm a lifelong Kraken fan, long-suffering Mariners fan. Uh, I want my damn NBA team back, Adam Silver, and, of course, a Seahawks fan. So uh, happy to be here, and, uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Let's get this going. All right, Matt, what's new with you? Well, you know, the tradition is I have to talk about how much power washing I've done today. And I actually done, have done quite a bit of power washing. We took off all the uh, little, uh, what I mean, know what they are, the shutter type, you know, look things and power wash. It was great. It's a great day of power washing. Got nice and wet. And so I had to change all my clothes and do everything after I already taken a shower. So that's great. So there you go. Power washing update for today. All right. And what's your team name today? Well, Marcus, uh, being a lifelong Kraken fan, we decided that we were going to be called Kraken Open a Cold One. All right. And Mason and Josh, how are you guys doing today? Doing all right. I'm glad to be on the Power Washers Trivia Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of fun if you've never power washed. At at a young age. (laughs) At a young age. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know what to say to you guys. (laughs) Power washing. (laughs) It's oddly satisfying. Like you have it no, really like is. it really, it's, it's, <laughs> I can think of a lot of things that are more satisfying than power. Well, yes, but you know. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Mason's in my team name today, since uh, this is kind of an ongoing joke now is that no celebrities were harmed <laughs> yet. Can we put yet at the end of that? <laughs> no, no celebrities no. were harmed. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, fingers crossed. Now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions, 10 points each. And Matt, I did this for you. I, I, I know how much you love nicknames. We're going to have three nickname questions. Question one. Fred McGriff was given this nickname because <laughs> maybe because he took a bite out of 500 plus baseballs. I think we can check in, right, Marcus? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Mason, you good with that? I'm not familiar with that, but that seems reasonable based on my limited knowledge and and his name. Well, well, I'm I'm almost certain on this one that he is Fred the Crime Dog McGriff. I'm good with that. So we're going to check in with that. All right, and crack and open a cold one, a cold beer, a beer. What's your answer? <laughs> and we also checked in with the Crime Dog. 
Correct answer is Crime Dog. It's actually one of my favorite baseball nicknames. Um, after Mason, I don't know if you know this or not. Um, McGruff the Crime Dog. I don't. Is it was that around for you? Yes, that's why. That's why I said based on the name, okay. it made sense. That's the only only thing I was holding on to. Both teams getting points on that one. Question two: What nickname was given to professional snowboarder Sean White, most likely due to his red hair? I am all over this, uh, mm-hmm. Mason. I'm glad because I am not. This well, we'll good. we'll check in. Yeah, we'll, we're going to check in also. All right, both teams checked in. Uh, no celebrities were harmed. What was your answer? Uh, he is the flying tomato. And cracking open a cold one. Yeah, uh, you know, before even you know before he cut his hair to look all cool, I guess he had that red mop flying around. We had flying tomato. Both teams getting points again. Flying Tomato is the correct answer. Um, Sean White is a three-time gold medal champion in the halfpipe. He's pretty good. I mean, yeah. So, so Mason, just you know, keep keep in mind this is my style of uh, questions. They're the easy ones. After the tailgate, that's when I really need you. So I'll handle these. I guess you get the rest. Is that, is that fair? <laughs> okay, we'll see what I can do. That's a great distribution of work between the two of you. Yes. Three questions versus everything else <laughs> coming together. Strengths. <laughs> Question three: Doug Martin was given what nickname due to his powerful running style and his short stature? We would later find out he was not a fan of this nickname. Yeah, we can we can check in. Cracking open a cold one's checked in. No celebrities were harmed. Talking out. I don't know why this popped in my head. I mean, this is closer to like things that I know because football nicknames are better for me. Okay. I don't know why I remember muscle hamster being a thing. I don't. Uh, I don't. But uh, I'm going to actually trust you on this one. And if you really got an inkling that that's what he was nicknamed, so, uh, we'll go ahead and check in with muscle hamster. Crack and open a cold one. What's your answer? Yeah, he had it absolutely right. Doug Martin hated this nickname. Boise State great. Uh, Doug Martin, the muscle hamster. Both teams getting points again on this one. Correct answer is muscle hamster. Um, Mason, you were right. He's 5'9", 223 pounds. Um, but I really, you know, based on how he plays, cannot think of a better nickname for him. So heading into the first quarter, both teams getting the full 30 points in the first tailgate. Um, so we get a tie game of 30 to 30. Today's first quarter will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. Okay, list one. What I'm looking for is the top 10 quarterbacks with the most interceptions thrown in the regular season of the 90s. So that's the 1990 season through the 1999 season. And we're going to start with cracking open a cold one. Do we really need to debate number one? Pretty sure number one we know right off the top of our heads, right? Yes. Let's go, go with, uh, let's go with former Atlanta Falcons quarterback, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, number one on the list with oh my gosh, it's so surprising. interceptions. <laughs> I agree, Mason. Go ahead with that. All right. Well, I had him in a halftime not too long ago. Um, so we're going to go with Vinny Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde, number three on the list with 128 interceptions. 
We're going to go with uh, Warren Moon. Warren Moon, number two on the list with 133 interceptions. Seahawks legend, Warren Moon. Minnesota Vikings legend, Warren Moon. <laughs> CFL legend, yeah. Warren Moon. <laughs> USFL, wasn't he? Not... Oh, yeah, that's right. He was CFL too, wasn't he? I think Didn't he played in just USFL? about every league there was. Nobody wanted to draft him in the NFL, so he went to see, went to the CFL. All right, we're going to go with John Elway. John Elway is number seven on the list with 112 interceptions. Okay, so you want to go with one of those from the 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 one that you typed before Elway? Yeah, why don't we go with that? Uh, we're gonna say Dan Marino. Dan Marino, number four on the list with 127. I I think I feel most comfortable probably with that one. The last one I said. Yeah, go ahead, go with that one. Okay, we're going to go with Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, number five on the list with 123 interceptions. So you want to go with that? Yeah, we're going to go with uh, former Green Bay Packer quarterback Mark Brunel. Okay, Mark Brunel, not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? If he's not on the list, are we going to come up with a pretty sure answer for another one? Um. <laughs> I love I like I, I fancy myself an NFL guy. This is a weak this is a this is a really good question. So the my the competitor in me says I want to use it, but it's up to you, buddy. You go ahead and make the choice. Your call. <sighs> and go for it if you want. It's not that big of a deal. We don't care. Let's uh Yeah, we'll use our mulligan. Go with that name. I like that one better than the one you typed before. Okay. So. Uh we'll go with Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, number nine on the list. Ooh, good call. Good call. With 109 interceptions. We're going to check in with Steve Young. Okay. Steve Young, not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? Oh. I, I don't think we should, Mason. With only three names left, three and, names left and we're kind of at this place of, granted, there's somebody who's sixth, but. Uh, yeah. I I don't feel any sort of confidence on any of the names. No, I'd rather I'd rather save our mulligan. So yeah, hope we get something we can use it for. I'm fine yep. with that. So that leaves it to cracking open a cold one. You can finish out the list. We got three names left. Okay, so some of the names that we've uh, been tossing around. Marcus mentioned Elvis Gerbach, Cordell Stewart, Jeff Blake, and Jake um, uh, Plummer. Then we were talking about just kind of th- rolling through some teams in my head. Who was at Seattle? Who was in Oakland? He brought up Jim Kelly, but Jim Kelly, I think he, I think he retired like '95-ish, didn't he? '96-ish. Yeah, I was just thinking. I mean, they were throwing a ton. Yeah, they were the the team that was throwing a ton. So I just mm-hmm. thought he they, he did throw enough to get on that list, maybe, but. It's just tough because, like I said, I think the Raiders were shuffling a lot. Uh, Seattle went through a ton of quarterbacks in the '90s, so all of them were bad. If you had a cumulative list, I bet they, I bet Seattle would be up there. But yeah, uh, I'd say we go either Gerbeck or Jim Kelly. Uh, yeah, you said if I mean Jim Kelly, they threw the ball a lot. Yeah, go ahead and go for that. All right, we're gonna say Jim Kelly. Okay, Jim Kelly. Number eight on the list with 112 interceptions. All right. Good call, bud. Bringing call. us to the final two. 
All right. Now, um, Eric, did any of the names that we said already, are they on the list? <laughs> uh, um, Eric, can you give us another example, maybe um, just like randomly? It, it didn't happen yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> okay. So, well, okay. Well, if Jim Kelly is on the list, then that maybe makes me think that Gerbach might be because he started almost, you know, everywhere he went for those five or so years that he was at the latter end of the let's, decade, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go Elvis Gerbach. He ain't nothing but a hound dog, baby. <laughs> All right, Elvis Gerbach, not on the list. Oh. So you guys missed number six and number 10. Um, Number 10 was a name I feel like some somebody should have got. It was Boomer Esiason. I, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. 108 interceptions. And uh, number six um, is probably better known for smacking Jim Rome. Um, Jim Everett. Late starter in the 90s. That would make sense. I See, that's so funny because I when I see Jim Everett in my head, I think 80s. So I think of Rams, too. I yeah, think I think of the same. Place, so. for sure. That's the only reason. Yeah. I mean, most, yeah, most of his career was with the Rams. Okay, let's let's move on to, to list two here. Um, this is for uh, Josh and Matt. So what I'm looking for is the Twins' all-time strikeout leaders, and I don't mean pitching strikeouts. Batters to have struck out the most while playing for the Minnesota Twins. And that's going to be no celebrities were harmed kicking it off. Is this only as the Twins were a franchise not including any time with the Senators? Or is it I, the entirety of that franchise? I, I'm not positive, but I would say maybe the whole franchise. Okay. Well, if that's the case, Mason, I would go with an older school player to start with and go with Harmon Killebrew. So we're going to check in with Harmon Killebrew. All right, Harmon Killebrew, number one on the list with 1,629 strikeouts. The first name that pops into my head just from this, you know, not too long ago was Tory Hunter. Yeah, you want to go with that? He was there for a long time. Uh, Sure, yeah. All right, we'll go with Tory Hunter. Ray Hunter, number four on the list with 975 strikeouts. Macy, you got anything? You got any <laughs> twins? Yeah, not your. I'm, I'm trying to think of names that would make sense here. I, I haven't brushed up on my twins baseball too much. Um, I'm just trying to think of names that would uh, no play for the twins for a while. This is supposed to be Josh's shining moment right here. Yeah, sadly, it'll probably be Matt's better. He'll be more shining moment probably than I will on this one. Remember, we're both Twins fans, so. Okay, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to go with my favorite player. I know he hit over 300 often, but he's got to be up there. Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett, number five on the list. Yeah, I figure he had to be up there somewhere. 965 strikeouts. You want to go with the first one? Or? Yeah, you go with the one that you typed, that you okay. like. So we are going to go with current twin Joe Maurer. Well, not current. He not retired. current twin. He retired. <laughs> he retired two years ago. Currently <laughs> retired twin, Joe Mauer. Yeah. He, he might still be around the building. Give him a break. Probably there. That's how Cross much I he... about twins baseball right there. <laughs> that you guys now have Nelson Cruz, who I love. So Joe Mauer 
number two on the list. Two, really? 1,034 wow. strikeouts. Mason, I must apologize to you. I really didn't <laughs> think he would have been that. I, I wasn't sure he was going to be on the list, let alone number two. That's the one Josh was just missing. He's like, I, hey, I, I didn't think that was on there. I was like, I just named a player. When I, and honestly, when I said it out loud, I went, he didn't strike out that much, did he? But he was just there for so long. He was. He was. That's babies. Now, if it was a list of uh, players who uh, hit into double plays. Oh, he Dom- tops the list. Mauer is going to lead that <laughs> list every day. He, he might lead all-time major leagues for that list. And also number one and hands down maybe the most boringest athlete of all time. Exactly, yes. That, you might you might be right. He's a good good St. Paul boy. I think we should go with that one? Sure. Five me. We're going with Brian Dozier. Brian Dozier, number eight. On the list with 830 strikeouts. I mean, for a second baseman, he struck out a lot, but he was also their power hitter for a number of years. You entered a lot of names that I don't recognize, so you, yeah. you, you flex that, flex those muscles. Apparently, Matt, it's going to be the you and me show here, yeah. which, which Eric did say. So, so if you don't mind, Marcus, I'll just go. If that's okay, go, go. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's crazy high on the list, but I got a feeling he's got to be in the lower half. Let's go with. Um, uh, the pride of West Bloomington, uh, Mr. Kent Herbeck. Kent Herbeck, number 10 on the list, with 798. He was uh, definitely on my list. That's the one I didn't recognize. I just thought he scrambled and threw a bunch of letters on the keyboard. But... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did spell it correctly. So much to this conversation. <laughs> All right. You know what? Um, Mason, do you want me to just kind of go with these now at this point? I mean, sure. I'd. I like, those, I like both of your two there. I think the second one, the second of the two that are left, yep. I think is yep. more like. Yeah, I so. agree. If you want to, do you want to get your voice in here? You can get in here sure. and say his name. Yeah, it's a name I came up with. So try to be proud about it. We're going to check in with Justin Morneau. Justin Morneau, number seven on the list with 839. I figured when Maurer was up so high, Morneau had to be in there somewhere, even though I know he didn't have as long of a tenure. We got three names left, number three, number six, and number nine. I have mentioned this many times before on this podcast, and I'm going to mention it again. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Uh, Pekorski. That would be Michael Kadair, the love of my wife's life. If there was one person in the world my wife loved more than me and her children, it would be Michael Kadair. Michael Kadair, number nine on the list with 805. That was the other name Mason had. He said, and our children. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the children's a little too far, but certainly, certainly me. (laughs) Leave me in a heartbeat for him. (laughs) All right. Does that name mean anything to you? No. Okay. Um, Uh, I'm going with it, but. It's a restaurant chain that's spelled almost like that that I've been to. But uh, no, I I don't. I don't go with it if you want. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. we're going to go with Gary Gaetti. Gary Gaetti is number six on the list with 877. So we got one name left. Well, yeah, it's the one that I've had in my back pocket at the end. The whole point here is I was pretty solid. I knew what this one was. So, uh, yeah, it's not Marcus Palmoller played there for like two seasons. So that he wouldn't be on that list. But uh, the one that I'm pretty sure is on the list has got to be Bob Allison. That was the one I had in my back pocket. I was just waiting on as well. <laughs> All right. Bob Ellison finishes out the list at number three with 1,033 strikeouts. 
I was thinking Carew or um, Oliva also, but both of those guys were contact hitters, yeah. and they they always they hardly ever struck out. You guys did well, you know, for being Twins fans. So I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> Thank you for that backhanded compliment. <laughs> I was really surprised Joe Mauer was number two. I saw the list and I, I looked over the names and not being a Twins fan, I knew more than half. So I figured it was a good list for even people that aren't Twins fans. Okay, list three. The last 10 unique players to win the sixth man of the year award in the NBA. And it's going to crack and open a cold one. Um, I feel really confident about the first name that I put. Okay. Then yeah, go ahead. This one, uh, modern or more recent NBA stuff is not my wheelhouse. So this one, just like the twins where you leaned on me, I'm going <laughs> to lean on you for this one, bud. Uh, all right. <laughs> We're going to test it, I guess, here. Uh, I'm yeah. going Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford is correct. Um, he's actually won it three times um, in 2015, 16, 14, 13 with the Clippers, and then also in 2009, 2010 with the Hawks. I'm almost 100% the first one has won. Go with it. I think he's won multiple. Um, we're going to go with Lou Williams. Lou Williams, the most recent winner. He has also won it three times. 18-19, um, the 17-18 season with the Clippers, both of them. And then also in 2014, 2015 with the Raptors. What's it saying about the Clippers? They keep on getting the six man, but they don't, can't even find five to play a solid game besides CP3. What's going on? Because <laughs> Lou Williams always prefers coming off the bench. He's been uh, like, they were starting JJ Redick over him during those like Lob City, Chris Paul days with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. They're starting JJ Redick. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, that's, that's the name of who you're talking about. And I agree with you. Uh, so we're going to say Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala is not. Oh, Oh. so wait, no, is he the one that I was thinking of? Yeah. He won the finals MVP. He didn't start a game all year. How did he not win the sixth man of the year award? Okay. All right. He lost it to someone else. Maybe he was the second best six man of the year. He probably lost it to someone who played for the Clippers. Bastards. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. It was probably Jamal Crawford. He won it three probably times. Probably was. Yeah, exactly. So you guys are out of money, right. and no celebrities were harmed. Have a lot of names to pick from. All right. So Mason. So you you sent one to me, Eric Gordon. I sent one to you, Jason Terry. I mean, I, I think Eric Gordon, as soon as you said it, I think he is on the list. Yeah, I think that would have been for those Rockets teams that were when they were starting um, James Harden. And I'd, I'd feel comfortable if you – I mean, once again, he was one of the ones you came up with, and both the two you first had above him were both on the list. So, Yeah, I'd, I'm just trying to think. Of, I mean, I don't know how far back this is going to extend because if Lou Will won three times, Crawford won three times, this could go back – Right. Um, I feel better about Jason Terry than Eric Gordon. When you said Jason Terry, that like just clicked with me. I think they, that would have been right when when the Mavs won there. And in the end, we have two names we feel pretty good with. We have a mulligan, so yeah, I'm fine. We'll go with, with Jason that. Terry. All right, we'll check him. Jason Terry. Jason Terry is correct. Winner of the Sixth Man of the Year, 
in the 2008-2009 season with the Mavericks. I felt pretty good when you said Eric Gordon, so should we go with Eric Gordon? Yeah, let's go with that. We'll check in with Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, also correct. Winner in 2016-2017 with the Rockets. I just had something pop in my head. I don't know if this is right or not, and I might be way off base here. Okay. I want to because we were talking about Eric Gordon, you know, being behind James Harden. I want to see James Harden might have won a sixth man when he was with the Thunder. Thunder was that was, I, it, was that been when you when Durant and Westbrook, uh, Westbrook and him were all on the team together? And Ibaka would have been there probably. This- I, I want to say I heard that somewhere. I, I Once again, to... we, we have a mulligan. If that's starting to like tickle something in your brain, go with it. Yeah. It, I don't know. I'm just, I was trying to think of things that we were thinking about earlier. And that just, when we said Eric Gordon and I was thinking about Harden, jog something in my head. But I, I'm okay with that. If it go with it, if you trust it. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll go with James Harden. James Harden, the first draft pick of Oklahoma City Thunder. Is correct. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop. Oh, yeah, why could it be me? Stop all the oh. please. I almost threw up while you guys were talking. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I forgot all about that and talking about Durant and it was Durant the last pick by uh no the Seattle what, Supersonics. No, it was Westbrook, one after I mean first round, like the first like whatever. I yeah. meant first round, the last first round. Westbrook pick. was um Westbrook technically was. The, the when they drafted Durant, they also drafted Jeff Green in the first round. Okay, okay. Sorry, Marcus. We didn't mean to put you through all that there. With that discussion. Up, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> you can take your headphones off for a while if you're feeling like this is going to be triggering. I don't, not to give anything away, there's no more Oklahoma City Thunder on the list. So what? <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well. We got how many do we have left? Five five names left. Goodness. I'm I'm basically like the seventy-two dolphins whenever OKC gets eliminated from the playoffs. I'm popping a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Who else could be on this list? All these multiple winners are really throwing me off because then it's like we've just covered most of the last decade, apparently. Yeah, so we're gonna be going back, you know, all the way to like, you know mid to that early 2000 so no so long ago mason right uh, <laughs> i mean that's most of mason's life ago going back yeah, that far nine percent of his life were you were you born 99 99 yeah so. <laughs> yeah we're asking for him to maybe come up with names from his he didn't even see pe- these people play i know it's, it's crazy i mean all, all the ones we've listed i've seen play we have and we have a mulligan so we got right. two just, we, we just need to throw some names out at this point, I think. All right. And we can go with one of the ones I was spitballing with earlier because we threw out what Odom and Ginobili. And so I don't, I, at this point, we're just spate wasting time. So let's just throw some names out. And if we hit, great. If we don't, mm. yeah. All right. Um, let's go with Ginobili. I don't, I don't know. It's a name. He might have come off the bench. I don't know. All right, we'll check in with Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili is correct. 2007, 2008 with the Spurs. Mason, I'm going to let you kind of I'm, – I'm putting you in charge here. I, uh, you can always just go with the generic last name game. <laughs> Hope it is. That w- we could. Because <laughs> I'd die. Yeah, Johnson's, Smith's, 
Jones. I, this is, I, I mean, I you, you want any, any of those? You pick your favorite one out of that group. Let's go with the, got to keep up with the Joneses. Let's go with Jones. Jones is not correct. Okay. So yeah. would well, you like to use your mulligan or right. are we going to? Yeah, we'll use our mulligan. It took a lot to. All right. With another generic last name again? Sure. Smith? Sure. Let's go for it. I'm fine. Okay. We're going to check in with Smith. Smith is correct. Oh my gosh. <laughs> J.R. Smith in 2012, oh. 2013, with a bad team, the New York Knicks. Wait, the New York Knicks had a sixth man of the year. There you go. He knew it. Sorry. You're going to have to use your belief. I knew it. Beep. <laughs> so angry. Wow. All right, uh, well, should, should we use the third generic and go with Johnson? Hey, let's go for it. Johnson. Johnson is not correct. Uh, I couldn't think of Johnson players at all, but I thought we hit on one of the three. There was one more kind of common last name you could have fell upon there. Um, Mike Miller did win in 05-06 with the Grizzlies. Um, and the other two guys that no one said, well... Mason, you did say Lamar Odom. He was on the list, um, 2010, 2011. And the last guy, Leandro Barbosa. The son. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait for it. Oh, I wish I had a stuffed owl yeah. right now. Ooh. <laughs> I know 607 with the sons. So good. Uh, I had a different son. I couldn't remember if it was him or Sean Marion. I put that to Matt in the chat. Ah. <sighs> After the first quarter, we have a score of cracking open a cold one with 140, and no celebrities were harmed yet with 170. <laughs> Let's name every celebrity that's near death right now. So I'll start Alex with Trebek. No, no, stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, uh, Lynn. I know. Like, we said celebrity. White. Oh, White. Betty White. I'm gonna say it right now. If she, I'm White. taking responsibility. Oh, okay. That's it. Stop. Stop. now. I want to be the one. I want to be that one. You want to be the one to kill yes, Betty White? I can. I, forever, I'll be known. Damn. You might not exist after if this happens. People, they'll hunt you down. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh man. All right. Today's second quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, What all time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one. Linebacker who played his final game for the Washington football team after 16 seasons never missing a game. Who was a defensive tackle drafted in the first round out of Mississippi State by the Eagles. We can check in. Okay. Cracking open the cold ones checked in. I only know one Mississippi State defensive tackle off the top of my head. It's Fletcher Cox. And I know a Redskins line, a, a, a Washington football team linebacker 
named London Fletcher. Go with it. So we're going to check in with London Fletcher Cox. Okay. And cracking open a cold one. What's your answer? Absolutely. London Fletcher Cox. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is London Fletcher Cox. And London Fletcher apparently only made four Pro Bowls. I don't know how that's oh, it's a, a possibility. Prime of humanity. Like just everyone makes a Pro Bowl. Every year, everybody makes the team, and he's only been on four, so whatever. All right, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I loved writing this next one, so it was perfect. Oh boy, figure skater who won the gold medal in the 1992 Winter Olympics and was a professional golfer from Puerto Rico with only eight PGA Tour wins and is known to some for taking a golf shot off the pills. A golf shot off the what? Pills, pills, your boys, your, your uh, man carriage. In the family jewels. There you go. <laughs> uh, you're schnitzengruben. No. <laughs> Yambag coin purse. Um. Yes. Can you, can you repeat the question? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want and use instead of pills? Yeah, we, coin yeah, purse. <laughs> All right. Figure skater who won the gold medal in the 1992 Winter Olympics and was a professional golfer from Puerto Rico with only eight PGA Tour wins and is known to some for taking a golf shot off the coin purse. I don't think that's right, but it fits. Uh, I actually think it is right. I'm pretty sure the second part's right, and that's the only thing I can... The first part is absolutely okay, right, so we'll we're going to check in. Okay. No celebrities were harmed. It is checked in. Cracking up the cold one. Have at it. I mean, trying to think of off the first one, the figure skater from 92. And then I have no idea on the golfer who took a shot to the shot, shot to the man area. <laughs> Do you have any idea? Puerto Rican golf. I don't even know a Puerto Rican golfer. If it, if the, the crazy thing is we're talking about golf and figure skating and I know more figure skaters than I do Puerto Rican golfers, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, you're probably right. Saying yeah. all the all the names that I know, figure skating wise, and you're right, that's not right. Say you, you said women's figure skater. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I think he just said figure skater. So there's. Okay. But I don't even know. Could I? I don't think I can come up with a male figure skater from '92 either. Nope. Um, there was the there was a Brian Boitano. Oh yeah. Then there was that Elvis Elvis Stoico. Yeah, but that doesn't. I can't even, uh, I don't, dude, I have nothing. I don't, I don't. Um, Brian Boyton, oh my gosh, I'm a bad golfer. <laughs> Brian Boyton, oh my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Checked <laughs> in. <laughs> we got to do it, buddy. We got to do it. Oh my balls, checked in. We're going to check in, right? There you go. Okay, and no celebrities were harmed. What is your answer? Uh, Mason, you you absolutely got it right. I did have the figure skater, but you had the whole thing. So Well, I only knew one Puerto Rican golfer, luckily, um, and that's Chichi Rodriguez. <laughs> and the figure skater we sussed out was Christy Yamaguchi. So we checked in with Christy Yamaguchi Chi Rodriguez. The correct answer is Christy Yamaguchi Chi Rodriguez. Um, so one team getting points on that. Sorry, man. I, I no. So the, if if anybody's ever bored, um, <laughs> Google the video of Chichi Rodriguez. Um, 
taking <laughs> taking the shot off the pills. Um, he's trying to hit a golf ball through like this small piece of glass, almost like a trick shot, even though he's only like 10, 20 feet away. So he hits the ball, it hits the glass perfectly, but bounces right off and hits him right in the in the in the in the junk. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> Good times. Question three. Hoya drafted third overall in the 2013 NBA draft, who was an all-time great linebacker who passed away in 2012 at the age of 43. We're going to lock in. The only thing we could possibly imagine. Hey, cracking open a cold once checked in, and Matt has walked away. <laughs> um, so, Mason, I, th- I think you're right. It, it has to be Junior Seo. Yeah. So now we have to come up with a basketball player who is a junior right wait Otto porter jr and he when did he get drafted i could did he play at georgetown i don't know but that would have been a guy who's been longer than the other two he was drafted by the wizards kind of high but i know it was third and i don't know if it was that draft i mean the the wizards were pretty bad so it wouldn't surprise me if they were in the top yeah Check in with Otto Porter Jr. Seau. Okay, and crack and open a cold one. A very uh, similar conversation. We got to Junior Seau pretty quick. We're just thinking about Hoyas, and unfortunately, hearing them talk about it, once he said Otto Porter Jr., I think that's correct. I think I went a little too far back, and I said Roy Hibbert Jr. Seau. One team getting points here. The correct answer is Otto Porter Jr. Seo. So Porter was drafted by the Wizards, third overall. Um, he was actually traded in 2019 in a package that included Jabari Parker, who's also not kind of lived up to what he was supposed to be. Not even close. Roy Hibbert's a junior? I didn't I, know that. We don't know. <laughs> You're just trying to pick a Hoya somewhere in that I was range. Like, he's the 2010s. God. Okay. <laughs> Once you said auto porter, I'm like, that's right. <laughs> Question four. 1983 NL Rookie of the Year and four-time World Series champion who coached the Wayne Gretzky-led Kings to the Stanley Cup final in 1993 and later would become a TV commentator. We can check in. Crack in, in, open a cold one, has checked in. (laughs) Uh, I don't know where to start on this one. Is is that Barry Melrose? He was a coach? (laughs) I think he coached for I a while. It, I mean, I, I know he played. I don't know if he. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. I mean, he's a he's a pretty prominent hockey commentator, so that. Or I, I thought he was a coach at one point, but I, once again, my hockey knowledge probably not much better than yours, even though I live in Minnesota. I mean, uh, so. Eighty-three NL Rookie of the Year. With the last name Barry. Daryl Strawberry. 83 yeah that's i guess it's a time frame i think that's right around there should we go with daryl strawberry melrose i i'm fine with it i don't have anything better so all right we're gonna check in with daryl strawberry melrose and crack and open a cold one what was your answer uh right away marcus typed because i said barry it's got to be barry and he said daryl strawberry melrose well team's getting points the correct answer is Daryl Strawberry Melrose. Um, Barry Melrose coached uh, the Kings for like two and a half seasons and then was fired. Um, Then he came back to coach the Lightning for, I kid you not, 16 games. Question five. 
backup quarterback who replaced Drew Bledsoe in the middle of a game and was named the full-time starter the following week that plays center for the Orlando Magic and has an impressive seven-foot-nine wingspan. Should we check in with that? Sure, we'll check in. No celebrities were harmed is checked in, cracking open a cold one. It's your turn to talk it up. All right, we came into this from both angles because initially Marcus said, Tom Brady, question mark? And I said, no, it was the the Cowboys quarterback, but I'm totally spacing on his name right now. Why can't I think of his name? And then he said, well, the Magic have a center named uh, Mo Bamba, so I think it might be Tony Romo Bamba. <laughs> Which I, uh, congratulations to you, Mr. Eric. That is a fantastic one. <laughs> okay, and no celebrities were harmed. What was your answer? Well, luckily the second part I had a couple ins. One, I have a good friend who go went to the who goes to the University of Texas, and uh, so she's talked about him a lot. And also, there's the famous Sheck West song named after him, uh, which is Mo Bamba. And luckily, I named a quarterback that took over for Drew Bledsoe. So we also checked in with Tony Romo Bamba. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Tony Romo Bamba. Uh, Bamba was sixth overall pick for the Magic in 2018, and if you have not seen this dude's wingspan, holy crap! I don't know how he doesn't have 100 blocks a game. Like just crazy. Because they only shoot three pointers now. Yeah, he could cover. Crazy. He could stand in the paint and block you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy. If this if this guy can put on like 30 pounds, like he'll be a beast. Well, yeah. Heading into halftime, we have a score of. I can open a cold one with 200 and no celebrities were harmed with 270. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points. Question one in D2, the mighty ducks, Iceland coach Wolf Stanson had a nickname that he earned from his playing days. I've told this story like 16 times that I think it's absolutely stupid that I even say it again. I've never watched any of these movies. So, and they were filmed in the hockey arena where the high school that I went to school at. So never seen any of these. Never will I see any of these. But we can check in. Marcus says he knows it. So we're going to go ahead and check in. Mason, you got anything? Eric told me to watch it. I didn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if he tells you to watch it, you watch it. Multiple questions about this movie. Didn't he loves this movie apparently. <gasps> Not as much. Wait, what did your wife say that it gave you the? No, I think that was the first one. The goosebumps after the. It was the, the, was it the, first, was the first one. one? <laughs> Not D two. No, D two was just you know whatever. About D three or D twenty. Personally, personally, I think D two is a superior film. Oh my god. Okay, so Mason, so we're looking for a nickname of an Icelandic. Oh. <laughs> coach from his playing from his fictional playing days you need his nickname that's all you need i don't know his real name oh i'm sure that'll be just as easy to get to as his actual name yeah what's famous in iceland that people would have nicknames you want to go with what you said sure should we go with it sure you're saying it all right this way it'll officially be in the episode does it really need to get whistled Mm. we're gonna check in with the reykjavik dick Okay. Perfectly acceptable for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right up Disney's alley. All right. And cracking open a cold one, what was your answer? Well, since apparently I'm the only person on this that has seen this, except for Eric, I believe it's the dentist. One team getting points, and 
I think you guys know that it's not Scott and uh, or not Scott, Josh and Mason. Um, <laughs> the correct answer, the correct answer is the dentist. Um, we sure he wasn't also known as the Reykjavik <laughs> yeah. dick. He was Proof a dick in wasn't. the movie. Come on, Eric. <laughs> um, he was dishonorably ejected from his team and the league um, for his uh, behavior and attitude. On to a question about the greatest basketball movie ever made. Blue Chips is a movie about a coach forced to cheat to recruit players um, that he needs to stay competitive. Butch McRae is one of the players recruited was played by what NBA player that started his career with the Magic and ended his career with the Miami Heat? We can check in. Mm-hmm. Cracking open the cold ones. Checked in. You know, uh, let's go. Let's go with Penny because I, I don't think it's Shaq. I don't think he would have like you. You know, I, I don't have good reason why he would have gone back to the Heat. Right. So, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, that's good enough. For me. We'll check in with Penny Hardaway. I can open a cold one. What was your answer? Yeah, we uh, had a similar conversation. So we started off with Shaq, and we were both convinced right away. Penny Hardaway. Both teams getting points here. The correct answer is Anthony Penny Hardaway. Um, There's actually several NBA players that did appear in this movie, including Rick Fox and Minnesota's own Kevin Garnett. Um, I'm, I was telling Matt in the chat, uh, I'm pretty sure. So this is when they were still, when they filmed this, I think they... Shaq had just been drafted, but Penny hadn't been drafted by Orlando yet. And because of how he felt about him while they were filming and like when they were playing just like between scenes and stuff, he convinced the Magic to draft Penny Hardaway. Kevin Garnett, he would have still been in high school. He was an uncredited player in in the movie. Question three. Michael Jackson has had many celebrity cameos in his music videos, including Joe Pesci, Marlon Brando, Chris Tucker, and even Michael Jordan. What song's music video did Michael Jordan make an appearance in? Okay, Marcus, if you know that, then I've never heard. I don't know what that is, so sure. We're going to go ahead and check in with whatever Marcus has. (laughs) (laughs) I can open a cold one, checked in. No celebrities were harmed as of this recording. Is that that something, Mason? It's a basketball song by Michael Jackson, and that's all I got. It's called Jam. I'm pr- pretty sure about that. Uh, hey, guess what? You've got some pretty sure about it. I've never heard of this song. So I mean, if you're feeling pretty sure, I, let's roll. go ahead and check that in. All right, we'll check in with Jam. Okay. And crack and open a cold one. What was your answer? Same thing. The video is uh, them playing like pickup one-on-one. And I would love to see the, the un, you know, the, the real footage of Michael Jordan actually probably dunking on Michael Jackson and calling him a bitch probably. So, uh, but yeah, it's jam by Michael Jackson. Well, the team's getting points. The correct answer is jam. Um, so uh, Chris Cross, everybody knows Chris Cross, right? They also appeared in the video. Um, and it does start with them playing one-on-one and then it kind of turns into a, like, there's a ton of people on the court at the end. So question four, the barbershop scenes in Coming to America have three barbers and a patron arguing about the greatest boxers to ever live. Five boxers are mentioned. I need you to name three of the five. Marcus, you're convinced about those? I mean, because you and I both typed the same two names and you're the one in the middle. It's got to be that person. So I feel pretty, pretty good about it. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and check in. Crack and open up a cold one is checked in. So did we just pick famous boxers? <laughs> um, Not necessarily. No, let me think about this. Uh... All right, so we're going to check in with Marciano, 
Lewis, and Ali. And Kraken open a cold one. What was your answer? So we checked in with Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano, and Muhammad Ali. Okay, both teams getting points here. There was two names. They they mentioned Cassius Clay, but Muhammad Ali as well. Uh, Joe Lewis, also known as the Brown Bomber. Rocky Marciano is also correct. The two that no one said were Sugar Ray Robinson and Mike Tyson. I don't remember Mike Tyson being, okay. I mean, it would make sense around the time frame. Though. Especially, yeah, the time that that movie came out. Yeah, for sure. Yep, Question five. Since 2001, Hard Knocks on HBO follows an NFL team through its training camp and covers the team's preparation for the upcoming football season. Two teams have been featured twice. Name one of the two teams. We'll check in. Um, so no celebrities were harmed is checked in. So now you guys can talk. Okay, okay so, so you say you're 90% sure. If you're 90% sure, then I want you okay. to go with your heart. And- well, so... I'm sure in those first couple of years in the early 2000s that the Cowboys were on twice. You know what? You're right. I forgot that they took a break because in my head, I'm thinking of when Sam Hurd made the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. They made a big deal about him being that fifth guy, that fifth receiver to make that Cowboys team. They had T.O., I think. Um, Okay, so You want to go with the Cowboys? Well, whichever one. Whichever one you feel most confident with. You're the one. We're going to go ahead and check in with – what used to be America's team now is America's failures, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Um, and no celebrities were harmed. What was your answer? You did check in, right? Yeah, we did. So Mason, Mason threw a bunch of things out to me. One of them, uh, you know, first he's through Jets, I threw Raiders. Uh, I think mine was just more of a recency bias thing. Uh, but then he sent uh, Cowboys to me and that started to ring mm-hmm. some bells just because, I mean, you think attention, of who owns the team, attention. Jerry Jones. He's always about just blatant uh, attention, attention, attention. So we also decided to uh, settle in a little bit of know your host, and we went with the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams getting points. The correct answers were the Dallas Cowboys, who were on in 2002 and 2008. And um, the other team is the Cincinnati Bengals. Not, so, not yeah, the, in, the entire halftime was Know Your Host. Mighty Ducks, the Orlando <laughs> Magics, McDon- uh, Michael Jackson Music, which everyone knows Eric loves Michael Jackson Music. I honestly the do. Barbershop, uh, the barbershop scene from Coming to America, you, you don't even need to watch that. If you watch that, uh, that scene over and over and over, you'll know 90% of Eric and the Dallas Cowboys. So there you go. Rocky Marciano. There it is. That's they won. And then my favorite quote from that entire rant thing from the barbershop is uh, when the Jewish guy does chime in. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm still not watching. I don't care how many questions I missed at this point. Heading into the second half, we have a score of cracking open a cold one with 300 and no celebrities were harmed. Um, hold on, let me Google it. Make sure that's still the case. Um, with a score of 350. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now on to the second half. Today's third quarter is going to be How Low Can You Go? 
How low can you go? For this quarter, there will be four questions consisting of five clues, given one at a time. After each clue, both teams will decide if they want to check in with their guests by sending a chat to the host. If a correct answer is checked in after the first clue, the team will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40. After the third clue, 30. And so on. Question one, when am I? Question one, clue one. The Toronto Argonauts won the Grey Cup, defeating the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah, I think we do. Okay. And cracking open a cold one. Yeah, we're going to need another one. Yeah. Need another clue. All right. Clue two. The Dallas Cowboys played the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl. Derek, when you say that, uh, are you saying in the calendar year or? Yes. Right? Right. Okay. So, yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, this is what got him tripped up the, last um... time. <laughs> so the Super Bowl, if the Don't Super Bowl takes calendar place years. in February mm-hmm. of 2011. Sure. Yes. Then it's in 2011, even though it was 2010 season. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, Marcus, I think you're right there. The last thing I typed? Yes. Do you want to go with it? I yes. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I'll type it to him. All right. So we are checked in. Okay. Cracking open a cold one is checked in with an answer after clue number two. And let's move on to clue three. Grindstone wins the Kentucky Derby. We'll take another. Clue four. The Seattle Supersonics reached the NBA finals, losing in six games. Okay, well that obviously eliminates the seventies. I okay. think this is going to be yeah, 96. That, that makes it more likely it's 96 than... Um, Should we yep, check in with 1996? That. We're checking in with 1996. Okay, and cracking open a cold one, what was your answer? Uh, we had a very similar conversation. Uh, we were thinking about the Grey Cups. He said Flutie era right off the bat. I said, well, you know, Edmonton, I'm pretty sure was Warren Moon. But... Uh, then we started thinking about it, and we started thinking about the 90s Super Bowls for the Cowboys, and we ended up settling on 1996. Both teams getting points on this one. No celebrities were harmed with 20 points, and cracking open a cold one with 40 points. The correct answer is 1996. Cowboys beat the Steelers in Super Bowl 30, 27-17, thanks to Larry Brown, and it's the only Super Bowl the Cowboys did play the Steelers that they, they won. Question two, who am I? Clue one, world champion in the 100 and 4 by 100 relay in 1997. Marcus, I'm never going to get this. We're gonna have to I do know some track one. stuff, uh, and I'm thinking very hard because a lot of these American guys bleed together a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely going to need another clue. You guys taking another one? All right. Yeah. Uh, for the 100s and uh, 97 world championship. Yeah. That's through the year after the 96 Olympics and you're three ways, three years away from the 2000 Olympics. I mean, it so like it would narrow it down, but it, that doesn't really give me, I'm just not sure who on the 100, you know, like I got, yeah, I think I, I don't, I don't have it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't think I'm going to take another clue. Again. Okay. We'll take another clue. 
Clue two. Selected in the 2003 WNBA draft. Yeah, that's I was the only name that I was thinking of was that one, and I looked down and saw you type the same name. So you want to go with that? You want to go with it is the question. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. We're checked in. You want to type it in? Yeah, I got him. Okay, cracking open a cold one. It's checked in again after clue two. No celebrities were harmed. Talk it out, please. I feel I feel really I, – I know she played college basketball, and I know she did get drafted. Um, I, I Marion Jones, I think, is the right answer. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know she played basketball. But she played at North Carolina. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, if you really good about it. Yeah, I, I feel comfortable enough checking in at this point with them checking in as well. Yeah, I'm good with it. All right, we're going to check in with Marion Jones. Okay. After clue two, both teams have checked in and cracking open a cold one. What was your answer? Um, yeah, we uh, thought about dominant sprinters. I knew that she played some basketball, and so we also checked in with Marion Jones. Okay. And the three uh, other clues were made her WNBA debut in 2010 with the Tulsa Shock, won three gold medals and two bronze medals in the Summer Olympics in Sydney. Um, was stripped of all of her Olympic medals after admitting to after admitting she used PEDs. And the correct answer is Marion Jones. Question three, what am I? Clue one. Opened oh, no. on October 7th, 1922. Matt, check in. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh matt mason unless you've been doing some obscure um researching i don't know what this is yeah i don't i don't have my stadiums memorized from 1922 so i think i think we'll need another one yeah i'm okay with another clue i i i want to say that marcus but i want to get another one because i think it might have been a year or two after that they might have played in a different somewhere else interim for a year or season or a year or two like i said you you decide on your amount of yeah. feeling you have got <laughs> we're gonna take a second clue okay I yeah, mean, yeah. if you're close on that i, I... oh well, it, you did ask a question from 1922 <laughs> there's yeah. a good chance that matt could possibly have an inkling okay all right um i don't think this one's gonna help um Clue two, expanded in 1948, 1991, 2001, and 2014. You want to go for another one or do you want to? It's your answer. So if you're feeling good about it, I'm good. But I could also use another one. But that's entirely up to you. Let's go with another one. I don't, I'm not, this, that would be a, you know, almost a total guess so we'll take another one yeah mason i wasn't specifically talking about like a particular one of them just the fact that we were listening like i I think we might be on the right track yeah uh, i got nothing that leads me to which it could be yeah should we take Um, another sure we'll take another clue clue three current capacity is one hundred and four thousand nine hundred and forty four but the record attendance is 110,045. I was wrong then, Marcus. I'm glad we didn't do that. Yeah? 
You think so? Mm, uh, no, it was more me throwing it out there. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you did. Oh, I didn't see the line before. Oh, that one. But I do like what you put also. That one seems more logical to me. Which one? The one that I put yeah. before your... Yeah. I mean, if we want to take a gamble, we could risk it on that one if you want. Yeah, I'm down with that. Let's go for it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to check in. Okay. I was about to say the same thing you just said to me, that I think it's the one we're thinking of is bigger than... Right, that. so they're in so we can talk. So we're obviously thinking of a college football stadium. Right. We initially rattled off a bunch, including Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee... And then I think with the 104, we really keyed in on the, the big, big 10 ones, right? With Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah. I think Michigan is higher than 105,000. Um, I think but, it's like 108, 107. Um, I think Ohio State is the second biggest in the big 10 and might be the second biggest in the country. It's close. Or, or it could be third. I, I mean, that's a, I mean, they're, they're big, right? Yeah, I'm trying to use LSU as a reference because LSU is like fifth or sixth, and they're at 102,000. Okay. I think Tennessee and Alabama might be just above them or right around that number. It's close. All those are like the SEC schools are pretty close to each other, but they're not the top. And I think I think it's going to be one of those Big Ten schools that we're talking about. But So the question is, do we – so, Eric, can, can I ask a clarifying question? Are you going to need us to tell you the name of this – stadium if it's a stadium that we're coming up with or is the university good enough and no the university is not good enough okay so we'd have to come up with the name of the stadium all right do we feel comfortable enough to take a risk on ohio stadium or take another clue i'm okay with it i just i don't i just don't know what would i guess i'm i'm with you that i think michigan's bigger because I think they are the biggest, I think. Yeah, and they're like, like I said, I think they're 108, 109. Yeah, I think they're enough. getting closer to that 110, 110, 110, what an idiot, 110. I, I'd, be, I'd be fine if we want to check in with Ohio Stadium or if we want to take another clue to try and solidify it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine going for it too because like I said, I because right. they checked in at the same point. so They did. You want So go ahead, check it in then. All right, we're going to check in with Ohio Stadium. All right. Cracking open a cold one. What was your answer? Um, so we started off first with the 1922, it being the second year and the first year that the Bears played in Chicago and they weren't the Decatur Staley's. We started off with the Chicago Bears and Memorial Stadium. As soon as he went to the sizes, I like, no, 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 totally wrong. And the renovation times, because they only renovated that like twice. It was about 15 years ago when they made the crazy, ugly spaceship that they have right now. But so then I went on a whole bunch of different rants and I was, he talked about polo grounds and I said, no, that was like the 1890s and, and, um, and Mason was all about the polo grounds. So then uh, went to Michigan and then went all over the place. But then we settled on when he was at 104,000. I said, that's not Michigan. I'll bet you a dollar. It's probably the horseshoe at Ohio State University. So that's what we checked in with. So since you checked in with the right answer and that's not the answer you gave me. Um, what do you mean? Right. You, not, that's not the answer you just said. So the answer is Ohio Stadium. Both teams getting points on that. Because um, my next clue was 1996 to 1998 is the home venue for the Columbus crew. And nicknames include the Horseshoe and the house that Harley built. 
So, so what did they send you that he didn't do? I they said Ohio, he, he, Ohio Stadium, but I'm just—he sent me the correct answer. But when he said it, he said the horseshoe, which yeah. that's not the answer I was looking for. Yeah, you didn't actually say the name of the stadium, Matt. Out loud yes. here. Okay. You said the horseshoe. So I was look. Yeah, I was looking for the actual name of the stadium. Okay. Not so do you want nickname. me to say it? Because I know if you want, just leave it all in. Just make it. No, I just leave it. Whatever. It's that's okay. Um. So yeah, number one is Michigan. Uh, I believe they're at about one hundred and nine thousand. Number two is uh, Beaver Stadium, Penn State. Oh, and, oh that was yeah, nice. you had that on your yeah. And uh, number three is Ohio Stadium. Yeah, I knew I knew the Big Ten held like those top two or three spots, and I wasn't sure where Penn State and and Mason even had Penn State in there. That's it. Yeah, that's a bucket list, man. A whiteout at a Beaver Stadium. Oh, geez, I, it's on my bucket list. I'm a Penn State fan, so God, I'll be there gross. eventually gross no wait should we should we go back though because wasn't it uh ohio stadium at the ohio the state university ohio state <laughs> university um they are There's the home old... to the ohio state buckeyes uh, I, I guess i, I will I edit this one as well and throw more <laughs> i can't stand that bomb back you know i hate it just as much as you do but the fact that it annoys you so much it doesn't annoy me, me. i just thought it was funny that i started whistling the bees ah, okay. and then and the only ones that actually got whistled in that upcoming episode are not the ohio state university ones they're all the other these that get thrown <laughs> i'm surprised it's not called the ohio stadium there you go. I like that. Send it, I'll send an email. It's a Ohio Stadium. Both teams picking up 30 points on that. Bringing us to question four. Who am I? Clue one made his MLB debut with the Cleveland baseball team in 2010. All right. Everybody need another clue? Yes. Well, yes. we do. I don't I know Marcus and Matt. Well, it's not 19... 19- it's not 1920s era stadiums, so I think we'll have to get another clue. Clue, clue two <laughs> won the gold medal in 2013 at the World Baseball Classic. That doesn't do me any help, Marcus. Unless you do, you know who won the 2012 World Baseball Classic? <laughs> <sighs> All right, I like, the, I like Marcus. <laughs> Not fun. <laughs> what? Last second clue, not fun. I just <laughs> I was like, I was like, what our show? Dang it. We lost not the listeners fun. mid-recording. Mid-recording, we lost one. No. That's only supposed to be celebrities we talk about. Or... Like I had I had a scope and then you put the world baseball class again and I was like, you know what? This isn't fun. <laughs> I just, right off the bat damn it come on all right clue three everyone we agreed yeah i yeah. think so um hold on uh yeah that's that's yeah that's kind of what i thought i said that that gave me some strength in that answer a little bit but let's take the next one just because i have i'm still it would only be like 40 percent country right? just because i I feel like they may have second or third. Yeah. I don't know. Let's let's take the next one. We'll take the yeah. next clue. Okay. Clue three. Name to his first all-star team in 2019. Oh. 2019 all-star. <laughs> I say we go with it, Marcus. Let's do it. Really? 
Yeah, so this is the third one, right, Eric? Yes. The third clue, so we would get 30 points? Yep. Yep. Let's okay, do it. So, so just to be clear, you don't think he's been an all-star before that? Say it again now? You don't think he's been an all-star before that? No. Okay. If you feel confident about it, go for it. But yeah, let's do it. Hold on here. Because that's where I'm struggling. I guess when I just think of him, I think that he's been to more than. Oh. That's why. Yeah, but he always was the one that went. Okay. I mean, I'm. Let's hey, go with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to go with it. I don't have anything better. So we are checked in. Okay. Okay. Cracking open a cold one is checked in after clue three. So no celebrities were harmed. You can talk it out, please. Like I said, Carlos Santana made the team. I think he's been with the Indians for a long time. Um, I don't know if he only has made one all-star game. He was on the all-star team last year. I don't know necessarily if that was truly his breakout year or not, but. I think he should have been on more than one though. I, I mean, he, I mean, he wasn't you know, his greatest, but he was still pretty solid for a while. So I, I don't know about that. If you feel good about it, go for it. I don't really have any like, idea for this. I mean, if, if it is a current one, I think he's the only choice because Lindor's made it more than one time. He was he's an all-star not, last year as well. He's not what? He's not, he, he wouldn't be old. we would be playing for two years. Yeah, no, Lindor hasn't been around for, yeah, like you said since 2010 um and the pitchers are american guys and i don't think it's them so i my my if we want to take a shot at it i'd say carlos santana otherwise we could take another clue if we want to be a little more solid so just from a pure game theory we're up 30 okay so if they get it right we get it wrong we're tied correct so but if we wait one more clue they gain 10 points on us, but we're still up. Right. 20. So maybe that's, maybe that's the smart way to go. Should we take one more? Yeah, clue? I'm thinking so. You may very well be right. I, I think maybe we should. Let's, let's take another and see if it solidifies. Let's, uh, let's stop with all this theory bullcrap. <laughs> uh, Marcus, you're, you're playing against two, two, uh, Math guys, math I have a math degree, and Mason's working on a math degree. So, sadly, that just comes into play with the two of us. I own a calculator. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll take one more. Hopefully, it helps us solidify uh, an answer. All right. Um, clue four: Played for the Phillies for one season before returning to Cleveland. Did Carlos Santana play for the Phillies? Okay, so was with Cleveland. Played for a year, went back to Cleveland. So I think we are talking about a current Cleveland player. So current Cleveland would be off of the Indians who went to the All-Star game last year, which I think leads me to Carlos Santana again. Okay, go for it. I'm good with it. So should we check in with, we're going to check in with Carlos Santana. Checking in with Carlos Santana. So let me give the, the last clue first here. Um, clue five is shares a name with a smooth guitarist. Ah. Uh, cracking open a cold one. What was your answer before I give you the answer? We checked in also with Carlos Santana. Right. Both teams getting points. Um, 
no celebrities were harmed getting 20 points and cracking open a cold one getting 30. Correct answer, Carlos Santana. After the third quarter, we have a score of cracking open a cold one with 440 and no celebrities were harmed still with 460. So it is a very close game heading into the fourth quarter. Um, so that will bring us to this fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. And this is Josh's favorite part of every podcast. Oh my God. The categories. Category one is going to be awards. Category two, the combine. Category three, release the Kraken. Category four, men's college basketball. And category five, runners up. These aren't as bad as some of the others you've had. Dan's the worst defender of all of them. So send me your wagers, please. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one, awards. Dominic Hasek won the Vesna Trophy six times in, eight, in an eight-season stretch. The streak was interrupted by two different goalies, both playing for the Washington Capitals. Name one of the two Washington goalies. Okay, we'll go ahead and check in with the only name that I can even think of of a 90s-era goalie <laughs> that's not named Dominic Hasek or Patrick Waugh. I can open a cold one is checked in. No celebrities were harmed. You may talk it out. Ed Belfour was one that I came up with. I know he's a 90s goalie. I don't know who he played for. Capitals doesn't sound right, but I don't know if he ever won a Vezina trophy either. That's uh Yeah, I don't I don't have any. So, you know, that's a name. He was a goalie. All right. We'll we'll check in with a not confident answer of Ed Belfour. Checking in with Ed Belfour and how many points did you wager? Well, we didn't, had we known this was a hockey award, we wouldn't have bet the hundred that we did. Right. And crack and open a cold one. What was your answer and your wager, please? Well, we wagered 50 and I have no idea if he played for the Capitals. I have no idea anything about him. The only reason I remember this name specifically is because I remember there was a nineties era goalie who was named Jim Carrey because of the comedian. That's all I remember. So I thought of what other nineties era goalies are there? Jim Carrey. Let's go with Jim Carrey. Didn't he, so, didn't he paint his mask like the mask for a little he? while? No clue. Oh, for crap's sake. But I'm, it's probably wrong anyway. I'm just thinking of 90-0 goalies. I have no idea. So I don't know. Yeah. That's I went with Jim Carrey. One team is getting points. The correct answer is Jim Carrey. Oh, <laughs> that's incredible. The other it, goalie was Olaf Kolzig. I have Who? heard of him. Where's the owl? Where's the owl? <laughs> no, no. I've heard of him. Who? No, me. Oh, for you. me. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I wouldn't have ever come up with Coles. <laughs> Only the yeah. goalie. Only the goalie. Oh, I've heard that name before. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like Jim Carrey. He's a goalie in the 90s. I said, yeah, absolutely. The only goalie that comes to mind for me 
I used to work at this uh, place that sold jerseys. Uh, and so we're right on the border. Well, we're about an hour and a half south of Vancouver. So uh, we always get hockey, you know, Canadians and hockey fans coming in. And we had a uh, copy Bullen jerseys and that's the name that I knew. Good old Nikolai Habibulin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After the first question, Kraken opened a cold one, has taken the lead. With a score of 490 to no celebrities were harmed, has dropped to 360. Bringing us to question two, the combine. The 40-yard dash at the NFL combine can help you climb the draft boards or get, in take, or get you taken off. Two players are tied with the fastest 40 time recorded at the NFL combine. One is an active player and one retired after the 2012 season. I need one of these two players. You know that, Marcus, or is that a guess? I know it. All right, well, should we check in with that? Yeah. Okay, we're checked in. Cracking open a cold one is checked in. No celebrities were harmed. Feel free to talk it out. Mason, you sure on that one? I am fairly certain because um, he was a pretty good receiver, and he, because of this, he was a top 10 draft pick and has not been well since. Um, and I'm – because I remember – I watched the combine good bit, and I really remember them talking about this, and that's how he got pumped up so high. And he's he's the active one. I don't try to think the other one is, but I'm. It it sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Um, so yeah, why don't you check in with it? Because uh, you came up with it pretty quick. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, check in with former Washington Husky John Ross. Checking in with John Ross, <laughs> and. I was unaware of this when I wrote the question. No celebrities were harmed. What was your point wager on that? We wagered 100 points. Crack and open the cold one. Your answer and wager, please. So uh, we wagered 50. Um, and this is the one. So you heard us discussing our wagers uh, on certain categories of what we were going to wager. And this is the one that in my head I should have wagered more and I wish I had because I watch the combine every year but this is Washington Husky legend and would be better if Andy Dalton was better, John Ross. Both teams picking up their points on this one. The correct answer is John Ross. And can anybody tell me who the other guy was? Well, if I mean, the only name that comes to mind is Chris Johnson. But Dante Stallworth, Mason. Wow, I didn't, I didn't realize he was up there in the time. Did not think about that. After question two, cracking open a cold one, holding strong with 540. No celebrities were harmed. Picked up a little bit there at 460. On to question three, release the Kraken. In October 2018, the Seattle Times published a reader poll to determine the most popular potential names for the new hockey team. The poll had over 100,000 votes. What team name received the most votes? <laughs> why, would, why would you do this to me? <laughs> a lifelong Kraken fan, I figured you would have this. I, the problem is I have too much information. <laughs> Well, let's go with the one that you think it is. Okay. Go with your gut. Then we'll check in. Crack and open a cold one is checked in. No celebrities were harmed. Please talk it out. So I threw out the Emeralds, the Sockeyes. Uh, Mason, you said the Sasquatches. I vaguely remember that one because I was like, that's such a weird idea. But Sockeyes seems familiar too. And I guess it makes sense because the Northwest, Seattle is a big kind of like fishing area. So kind of give a... yeah. Them, but I'm tending to think it's going to be more like an alliterative name just because, you know, those kind of like get popular. A lot of them like just kind of 
roll off the tongue like that. You know, Seattle Seahawks. Do you think you like the so like the Seattle Sockeyes then? Yeah, I mean, it seems plausible. I just, I like I said, I heard that name thrown around. I just don't remember like the traction that that name got whenever they were. I, I don't either. And like I said, you know, Marcus probably took this poll. So he probably at least <laughs> voted. Um, right, I did. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm fine. With yeah, that. I like the alliterative. And uh, should, we, should we check in with the uh, Seattle Sockeyes? Sounds good to me. All right, we'll check in with the Seattle Sockeyes. And how many points did you wager? 21. Cracking open a cold one. What was your answer? And wager, please. So first of all, let me give you the wager. Our wager was 69 points. <laughs> nice. But anyways, uh, yeah. So again, paralysis by analysis. I was thinking about all the things that I saw and heard because I've been on the ground floor of this. Uh, from the get-go, the prevailing two choices, aside from Kraken, were always the Sockeyes and the Metropolitans, because the Seattle Metropolitans won a Stanley Cup. So, you know, recycle the name, all that stuff. But I believe in my heart that it is the Seattle Sockeyes. Both teams getting their points on this. The correct answer is the Seattle Sockeyes. Um, The team that did come in second in the 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 poll was the totems oh yeah oh. and uh and, and it is it is said that um if like they the nhl shot down the metropolitans because then they would have to have renamed one of their divisions oh i did hear something oh. about that too yeah yeah after question three no celebrities were harmed has 481 points and crack and open a cold one increase their lead is now at 609 <laughs> nah after betting 69 points yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question four men's college basketball what player is the only player in ncaa history with 2000 points 900 assists 600 rebounds and 300 steals in his collegiate career with the ohio bobcats <laughs> we're going back and forth here buddy I, I still don't even know if that's the right one i'm just i'm saying that's the only person i know that went to that I school agree with you because of what i know about the one that i said the one oh, that okay I- so you think i'm right yes okay so let's go we're, we're locked yeah let's go with it okay we'll lock in eric okay Cracking up a cold one is locked in and no celebrities were harmed. Talk it up. Been wrecking my brain trying to think of players college basketball from Ohio. Um, I think I only have one I could come up with. I think that's Gary Trent. I think he went to Ohio, but uh, I'm fine with that. I don't have any names for Ohio. Like I said, I, I, uh, he played for Ohio. I have a name that played for Ohio that at least gives us a fighting chance. Hey, it didn't work for Balfour, but maybe this time it'll work for Gary Trent. So, I'm Well, fine. I didn't know who Balfour played for. I at least know that Gary Trent played at Ohio. Okay. Well, so should we check in with that? I'm willing to go for it. It's fine. So we're going to check in for 100 points. 
with Gary Trent. Okay, and Kraken, open a cold one. What was your answer and wager, please? Well, okay, so similar logic. The only Ohio um, basketball player I knew of was Gary Trent because he was the Shack of the Mac back in the 90s. So Gary Trent is what we went with. How many points? 50. Okay, unfortunately, nobody's getting points on this one. The correct answer is, Josh, get ready for it, DJ Cooper. Who? <laughs> Seriously. DJ Cooper did go undrafted. I just, I don't know, maybe I only know him because I do watch a lot of college basketball. Um, his oh impressive God. college career um, didn't get Cooper <laughs> any love in the NBA. Um, he went undrafted in 2013 and now plays overseas in France. Dear God. Where were the three guys that have never been in my kitchen? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was Gary Payton until he said Ohio. Because Gary Payton did pretty much everything when he was at Oregon State. And, you know, after the Kraken question, I was like, oh, my God, he's asking a question about Gary Payton. E.J. Oh, Cooper. And he said Ohio. <laughs> What? Never heard of this guy. He's never played in. He didn't even play in the NBA at no, all. I did. I said he got no love in the NBA. All right, John. Oh my God! This is my question. This, go, okay. Yes, Mason. This Josh. is the most obscure person. This is more obscure than whatever that 1971 uh, hockey player drafted. Clark Gillies. Clark, Clark Gillies. Gillies. This Come is more on. obscure than Clark I gotta, Gillies. This is a Hall of Famer. I got to put a tough one in there. It's got to separate. <laughs> no, no. This isn't a tough one. <laughs> I used to who's ever heard of this guy? <laughs> I knew who he was. Who is, who is one guy that Eric Ede has heard of? His mother doesn't even know who he is. Well, no, because he lives well, in I France think... now. <laughs> She's probably killing for a Zoom chat. <laughs> EJ <laughs> Cooper. My favorite. <laughs> Way to go. Thank you, Eric. This is the best laugh I've had in weeks. <laughs> I was just proud I came up with an actual player out of Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One I, who actually got I drafted. Proud, I was proud I got Gary Trent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, dude, an Ohio guy. Um, oh, and then I was like, oh, he picked it because Gary Trent Jr. is tearing it up for the Blazers. Like, I was like, all right, got it. Wow. He said Gary Trent. I know Gary Trent Jr. Yes, Eric <laughs> officially, you are correct. Oh, yeah. Eric officially broke me. I am broken. I... <laughs> Just wait for DJ Cooper Jr. He's going to let like light the world on fire, all right? This is going to be. I'm going to break all his old man's records. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so after that question, uh, no celebrities were harmed. Has a score of three hundred eighty-one and cracking open. I'm not even going to feel bad if DJ Cooper dies. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Please cut that. No, I take that back. Him and, him and Betty DJ White Cooper are driving to somewhere together right now. So, well, DJ Cooper is ripping up the French leagues. He's he's Cooper, something yeah. special. We oui, we oui, miss you. Um, he was yeah. the pro. He was the MVP in 2017 in French Pro A MVP. You know, come on. Yes. You don't know the French Pro MVP. <laughs> and he was the 28. Yes. He was the 2018 French Leaders Cup MVP. Uh oh. Wait a minute. 
In 2018, FIBA issued Cooper a two-year suspension for using another person's urine in an attempt to cheat a doping test. Bum, bum, not bum, bum. Not even playing. Uh, the Sosa of French basketball. No. Listen. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't NBA think. got suspended for two years. It makes you shoot the ball better. Come on. Question five <laughs> in runner-ups. <laughs> In 2018, the FIFA World Cup, we saw what country defeat Denmark, Russia, England in the knockout stage before losing to France in the final. No celebrities were harmed. Has checked in. Cracking open a cold one. Talk it up. We started off knowing, like, in my head, when I think of people making deep runs, especially countries that don't usually... I know that Iceland made a deep run not that long ago. And uh, Matt threw out the Czech Republic, which I like better than that. Um, Was I, it the I would honestly prefer to go with that, I think. I think you're right. Like I think I, I think I know. Go well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. What, Eric, what year was it again? 2018. 2018. Okay, so the men's because 2019 was. Okay. Okay. No, it's not the Czech Republic. It's okay. one of those Balkan states. And now I'm thinking it's Croatia. Oh, yes. Because yeah. so, because I remember because we had a foreign exchange student uh, stay with us a few years back and she was French. And so, and her family are big, you know, football fans. So her father is the one who got me into Bayern Munich. He's so, a big fan of DJ Cooper, apparently. He is, yes, yeah, yeah. Actually, her father's there, yeah. German. It's a long story. Who cares? We don't care. No, I said she, so, you're, you're exchange student. Oh, yeah, big fan fantastic. Of DJ, Cooper. DJ Cooper, she can't get enough of him. She's just always talking about him and just never <laughs> never stops. Sorry, what about man. the French Michael Jordan, Michael Petrus? Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I think it's Croatia because I threw one. I can't remember which of those Balkan countries, like those southeastern uh, European ones, but I'm pretty uh, Croatia comes. And I'm ninety percent sure it's Croatia. Okay. Yeah, 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 go for it. I'm good. We're checking in with Croatia for fifty points. Okay, and no celebrities were harmed. What was your answer? Yeah, yeah. Mason sent over to me Eastern European team, which is true, and we also said Croatia. For 100 points. Well, team's getting points. Correct answer is Croatia. They've appeared in the World Cup five times, um, this being their best finish in 2018. Um, they also did finish third in their first appearance in 1998. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Team No Celebrities Were Harmed finished with 481 points. And our clipboard captains of the game who will be receiving the coveted Ryan Mellon Award with a score of 609 points. Cracking open a cold one. Congratulations, fellas. Woo! Ryan Mallet, you big tall glass of poop juice. The rest of this episode's been clean as a whistle. <laughs> totally. <laughs> no genital mentions, nothing. No. Nope. Oh, <laughs> None at all. <laughs> way to go, Marcus. Oh. Way to take us uh, to that place. Yeah, way to juice. take us down into the mud. Oh, Right. Anything you guys would like to say before we call it a night? Well, congratulations, guys, um, on your win. 
I I'm now gonna just write a whole episode that's gonna get a zero to zero score with super <laughs> obscure athletes who've only played overseas. He's he played in Ohio. <laughs> that's already a very obscure thing to ask basketball players from Ohio. hundred percent. I can name like five UW players that have played overseas, but like they're the University of Washington and they were in the tournament. Like I get <laughs> like that's that's less obscure. So anyway, um, but yeah, Marcus, thanks for joining us. <laughs> it's always nice when our guests can get a W. So, uh, all right, yeah. Marcus, anything you'd like to say? Oh man, thank you guys so much. Like I said, uh, I was a part of that other sports trivia podcast, which I love dearly. But I'm glad you guys have picked up the torch and 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 created your own thing. And this is exciting. And uh, I hope one day in the very near future that you guys will have me on on again. And in the meantime, I will continue to listen. I hope everybody else listens and uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. If you're into it, you can always you could write a show or help one of us write a show. You can have host if you want, you know, we're told we want to get to the point where we're having uh, guests come on and host and that kind of stuff too. So that we have to, we don't have to write as many games. Throw some obscure, uh, <laughs> yeah. some obscure yeah. athletes at us. We're, yeah. we're out of other answers. We're already to the DJ yeah. Coopers of the world. So we need other this people man. to jump in and write. This is what happens when you ask me shooting guard. When I got to uh, pull my game up, I was supposed to host later in the month. I had to pull it up a few weeks. So I had to put something in there. That's where you went. That's where I went. <laughs> DJ Cooper was in my back pocket. Hey, I appreciate your questions, okay? Dude. DJ Cooper. That's, of course you do, Mason. Gonna... Then I, it's taking some of the flack off of you now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Originally, right. it was everyone was giving me a hard time about my questions. Oh. Then Mason seemed to catch all the heck, and now it's oh. going to be Eric. Listen, no one, right. wa- no one wants to play against me. My questions are too hard. I don't know what to do anymore. Eric, I have to say, fantastic game. You wrote a, fa- a perfect mate. I've noticed that when people are frustrated by the host questions, they don't say that at the end. So I'm going to say it, Eric, thank you very much for taking so much time and consideration on writing this amazing game. You're look at you. You're just so wonderful. You know, it was a good game. <laughs> it was a I, great I think, game. I think really we was. can probably maybe be done with D2 references maybe listen if absolutely not i got but at this point i'm learning so much about dj cooper i hope he comes back again because i'm i almost gonna be proficient in dj cooper's oh yeah a whole round on dj cooper trivia i almost put two d2 questions by the way in the halftime and i figured that was too much for one episode so yeah that's one is too much for one episode <laughs> I haven't even cracked D3 yet, so just wait. Thanks for listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we will keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.